Welcome back to Movie Rewrite. Today, we are going to kick off a four set of movies with a common theme. And this time, for reasons unknown to us, we just decided to do it. We're going to talk about Satan movies. And our one qualifier that we're trying to stick with is that in the film, Satan has to make a personal appearance. Why? Because why not? It's interesting to see uh, people's adaptations of what uh, Satan would look like. Or what he does. Exactly. Or how to film him. Or the subject matter. How much nudity do you think we'll see in all these movies? Mm, more than likely, probably some. Probably quite a bit. Probably quite a bit. That was... Because that's usually kind of how these movies go, you know? The the couple that I have rolling in my head that we could talk about, like, boy, I remember The Devil and Nudity. What else was that movie about? Probably nothing much, <laughs> but we'll figure it out as we go. Uh, we're going to call this four set of movies. Hi, I'm the devil. The devil made me do it. Or could it be Satan? Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> Can't spell Satan without Santa. <laughs> if you don't get it, YouTube uh... or Google some SNL, you'll figure it out. So, this time, we're going to talk about this mind-bender of a movie called Devour. And hey, if you've never heard of it, I don't even know why I have it right now. But it's a thing. Whew, this is something else. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never heard of this movie before until you had mentioned it. <laughs> this thing was released May 31st, 2005. And usually I try to give a little more substance to this movie of like, oh, you know, what it cost to make, what it made back. I can't find it. I didn't do a deep dive into the dark web to figure that out. Not going to. All I know is that this is a 2005 American horror film. It made money, I guess. Maybe this is a passion project. Maybe everybody did it for free. You watch it, you might think they did. This movie was directed <laughs> by David Winkler. And guess what, folks? Not to talk smack, really hasn't done anything. Some TV movies, episodes of some shows, nothing much. And then you have this Devour. It is here. He made it. You have uh, screenwriters Adam and Seth Gross. If they're brothers, sure. If not, I don't know. And he, this this is what I'm going to tell you is going to blow your mind. Writers. So they do Devour in 05. Man, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Well, wait, uh, wait say, what? Who, Bill Nye is a writer? No, 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 no. The writers for this movie, Devour, okay. wrote stuff for Bill Nye the Science Guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. A double Sorry. movie written Sorry, by folks. Bill Nye. Would... I, I was slightly confused here. <laughs> Can you imagine if Bill Nye did write a double uh, movie? Well, I mean, you said Can it blew my mind. I was like, oh, wow, that's. <laughs> that is very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> mind <that> blown. <laughs> but I mean, still mind blown. Okay, they didn't uh, do like tons of work on it, but. I'm... Well, maybe they did. It's hard to tell. But yeah. <laughs> Writers for Bill Nye. <laughs> yep. Uh, you have uh, two producers. I'm not even going to do the... Oh, no, I lied. One, two, three, four, five. Five producers. 
Um, mm, not bad. A- again, the one guy I clicked on, not a whole bunch of stuff to their name. Uh, before this, uh, a handful of stuff. Again, you watch this movie and it feels low budget and it's trying to go for something way bigger than this movie's britches can fill. Yeah, I would agree. Your your main star for this is Jensen Ackles. Uh, for me, I only know this gentleman from Supernatural. And, you know, Same. to be quite honest, it's kind of been the only reason I've kept up with Supernatural. And I'm trying to get through the final season right now. This is one of those few TV shows that I'm going to see this through the end. Don't ask me why. By all means, I should have no business watching this show for 15 years. <laughs> but I have. Uh, he was in Smallville was probably his biggest claim to fame. Uh, prior to that, he started on that soap opera days of our lives, uh, did some dark angel, the, uh, TV show with oh, Jessica Alba wow. did some stints on that. Yeah. Dawson's Creek. And then Smallville from Oh four to Oh five. And then devour. And then supernatural starts this same year. And then in 09, he does My Bloody Valentine. He voiced Jason Todd for the Batman Under the Red Hood movie, which actually is a pretty good animated hmm. movie. I did not know that yeah. either. And then he just really hasn't done a whole lot. For me, the biggest thing that he will be doing is playing Soldier Boy for the boys uh, next year. And I believe that one of the showrunners for the boys and Supernatural are one in the same so you got some crossover there oh, that's pretty cool. i'm excited what he'll do with a different kind of character and hopefully he's just not soldier boy for one episode but he'll play multiple i think he's more deserving than that but that's just personal opinion i'll champion jensen ackles i'm one of them gentlemen which is fine uh for months jake gray jensen ackles tv smallville so even then, that was his only real claim to fame, has been haunted by disturbing premonitions of murder and self-mutilation he can't explain. That is, until two high school friends, Dakota and Conrad, introduce him to a mysterious online computer game called The Pathway. Now, hold on. You said they're high schoolers? Wait, did I say... (laughs) No, they're just high school friends. I, they're in co- oh, okay. They're in college. They're just okay. Yeah. Okay. So wait, uh, yeah, are so they friends from high school? They're friends from I high see. school, and they're staying in the same town to attend college. I guess because okay. I was gonna say there's no way they're in, in high school. <laughs> but, well, they're in dorm. I mean, yeah, yeah I that's guess. what I was saying. I was like, I'm okay. pretty sure they're in college, so they must be friends from high school. Okay, all mm-hmm. right, I'm mm-hmm. there now. Suddenly, Jake's violent visions are brought to life as the game begins transforming his terrifying daydreams. And a gruesome reality. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's true either. His visions have nothing to do with how the pathway like introduces itself to him. Like no. it's more what's happening physically in the moment, not what anything that's going on in his brain. Lies, lies, and more lies. Yes. Uh, hoping to escape the uh, his wife. Hoping to escape his waking nightmare, Jake turns to Marisol, played by Shannon Sosamon of Knight's Tale, a seductive new friend who dabbles in the mystic occult. 
Instead, the two find themselves confronting even greater horrors, including their terrifying secrets of Jake's dark family past in this chilling psychological thriller. You know, we talk a lot about the backs of these DVD write-ups. This this one has the same problem as all of them, is that it lies, but this movie also doesn't know what it wants to be either. Mm -mm. So... They're one and the same in my book. They're it, it. I mean, it's just. All right, let's start this thing off, man. I this thing is a roller coaster of a ride, kind of, sorta. And I expressed to John before we started. I reround the first five minutes of this movie at least three times because I was already confused. And maybe that's just because I don't follow movies well. But I try to very hard. And I did have captions on, and this thing did not do full captions. Because part of the problem was, while he is gutting this mountain lion, he all of a sudden looks like like he hears a noise, and closed caption didn't say anything, and I could barely hear anything. Did you have that same problem? No. Because I, I, I had the volume up pretty loud. So what was the noise sound like? To me, it sounded like... A baby crying? Yes. Or like a woman crying. Oh, does that supposed to make sense now of how the movie goes? I I assume yes. Is Theoretically, it, it should. But it's in his head. Mm-hmm. So, does he even go up? So, once he has this vision, as he's gutting this animal, does he then walk up the hill to find this cabin? Because, if I remember, he's just, he's like, oh, no, that was, that was the vision. Yeah, did he go up there and actually see the cabin then? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, yeah. I is definitely dicey in some parts. My first note of this is this is the strangest opening to a movie that I've seen in some time. Like the Agreed. title sequence of this is bonkers. Yes. We then jump into this movie where my man. Jensen, Dean Winchester, <laughs> is out hunting in the woods. And is he wearing Jinko jeans? Do you remember Jinko? I remember Jinko. I know he's not, but it reminded me of that because they're bagging Jinko jeans. And damn, he kills a mountain lion. Was he hunting mountain lion? Because now he's gutting it. Or was he hunting something else? Doesn't matter because for reasons he's in the forest, this is our opening scene to this character. Mm-hmm. With some random vision of a cabin. So already answered my question. He heard a baby, I guess. Uh, nudity under five minutes. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. All hail Satan, nudity in five. <laughs> for reasons of this. Okay. This is the second part of my confusion with the first five to ten minutes of this movie. Is he is then driving back into town and he's doing a voiceover narration and he's talking about how he's had these visions all his life, but that it all worked out once he found the pathway. And so I thought everything that we had just seen was in the past, present. But then as the story goes, like he doesn't even know about the pathway yet until it's introduced to him later. So this first voiceover part, to me, doesn't make sense. 
Am no. I wrong? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, and no, you're not wrong. Because, yeah, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. As in the fact that, it's like you said, it's like, is it present? And then it's not present. And then it's like back beforehand. And then there's a build-up to that. And... Yeah, it's kind of this. This movie's kind of all over the place. Yeah, so he's doing a voiceover for us to give us some background on him, but he provides us information that we, the audience, and he, the character, doesn't even know yet. So it's super, like it. It almost starts. It, it makes you start to wonder if he's a reliable narrator, and if the film you're watching is in a linear timeline. In some ways. Yeah, it would have to be. Because it's super it's super weird. So he is a college student. He goes to college. He meets up with his buddy Conrad, who for some reason has a gun. Um Yeah, Conrad was trying to kill that guy that was like bullying him, remember? Yeah. So I usually try to go through my lists, my like ideas as this movie goes I, I let's backtrack let's try to flush out these main characters because there's not a whole lot and it should be fairly simple uh, what do you think yeah okay <laughs> our main character jake he is a college student and he has these they're uh, premonitions visions what are they visions of what let's, let's go back to the mountain lion uh, one why is he why is he giving a premonition of a crying baby goes to a dark cabin to find a naked woman on the floor who then throws a snake at his neck that the snake bites him and then he like pops back to himself so the uh, <sighs> I so I feel like this is can go like like one of two ways I guess. Okay, lay it on me. Is so he said that like he has like visions or um, I don't remember or yeah he said this when he was at the uh, was like in the dorms like right before he they introduced him to the pathway and he was talking about what was it, like the day before Thanksgiving or like the week before Thanksgiving and he was thinking about like. You know, killing the the priest. Yeah, the priest and his like parents or something. You know, so I feel like it's either have like something to do with that where he like daydreams something. You know, or like has he just calls it a vision, but he's like daydreaming of events actually happening, even though they're not. Or he's like having an actual like vision of some sorts that's keeping him alive in a way. Because this isn't a but final destination scenario. No. The main character really is never in danger in general. So, I, yeah. No, because this movie know. wants to do that fake out danger part where, like, you think something's really happening and then it's just a. It's really not. It's really not. So it's kind of a cheat. And in my book, especially when we're, we're saying this is a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I don't agree with that. Oh, but before we get any further. This is rated R, folks, for violence, language, some sexual content, and drug use. Don't let your child watch it. Maybe, maybe let them. Maybe they'll look oh, fancy better. Kind than of those. a, a weak know. use of a rated R film, too. Like I said, dude, you got girl butt in five minutes, man. Oh well, yeah, I mean, but 
Where's the blood and gore? Where's the body parts? Oh, well, true. For for what it's... Okay. So, Jake is our main character. I'm, I, I don't know how to define him except for he works at a computer store. We are led to believe he's extra smart. Well, not extra smart. He's pretty smart. Fairly mm-hmm. intelligent guy. Obviously good looking. Baseball player that's also good. Yeah. I guess that's the sport because they're talking about sports. One of these opening scenes too. Mm-hmm. Baseball, I guess, is what he wants to leave. Um, but he doesn't because his mom is at a uh, care facility. His dad's all alone and works all the time. So he wants to leave but can't. That is a lot of information for a single character. And 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 mind you, this movie taps out at an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It goes at a quick pace. And I think we talked about this with our Max Payne script of two scripts got mixed into here. I think three scripts got dropped on the floor <laughs> and everybody's like, Oh, this is my pile. And then when they started filming it, page two, all of a sudden said something different. Like we're rolling with it. We don't care. Yeah. Which is pretty unfortunate, but yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Dakota, his friend, mm-hmm. not lover. Dude. <sighs> I've been, I was wearing the same thing because, like, they're, like, all over each other, and, like, they weren't all over each other, and then, you know, they're, like, oh, like, we're, like, really good friends. I, so, honestly, I don't know. I, I feel like it might have just been one of those things to where uh was, like, fr- friends with benefits. I feel like that's, that's probably more along the lines of what it actually was. I don't know, because later in the movie, I didn't get the impression that they were physical with each other until that point. Until when she came in the room, when they're when she was playing the pathway, is that what you mean? Yeah, he's sitting in the chair. I'm pretty sure they one they, of the more awkward uh, sex scenes I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you don't think that was their first time. Cause well, he, no, because she says she's like I'm or I was in control this time. But she did it because the pathway told her to. Right, but I I got the okay. Uh, you, Two I, different interpretations we, we, of the same yeah, scene. I don't we, know. We, we, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely could go either way. Do you want to talk about our introduction to this character in the movie while we're talking about her? Yes. Yeah, please do. I want to hear what you got to say. Okay. Ta- walk me through the introduction of her again because I forget. Oh Well, our main man is sitting in a oh, philosophy slash religion class, and it's his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now 21, folks. Yep, he's now 21. She comes in late. Okay, I w- stop you right there. Are they in this class together or not? Yeah, they, they. Okay, they should be. All right. Given what happens later. Yeah, what the professors. Okay, so. Fine. So yeah, she comes walking in, and she sits down next to him, and you kind of get this vibe that this is you know a new character you know being a little introduction there. And it's played off that way through the dialogue, that that's how it is. And then uh, I forget I forget what was said, but he like asked her if he wanted to like see the notes or something that he took, and she's like, if like I wanted to see him, like I would have asked, you know, kind of being a little butthead about it. it. I would have been here on time. Yeah, yeah. And so, so then uh, I forget like what she said, but he's like, oh, it is, like it is my birthday or something. And then it's 
it's kind of heavily implied that she's like, you know, get gonna get get down on her knees and and give him a little a little BJ action, and then all of a sudden, boom, pulls out a big old bottle of wine. It's like what? They come to find out, you end up knowing that these two people have known each other for a while. It's not the fact that this scene is so fucking ridiculous. (laughs) It's the fact that there's people in this class and it's those like long ass lecture hall, like one continuous table and chairs. And the professor can obviously see everything that's going on. Yeah. And there's nothing against any of these characters. But if this <laughs> this movie does a damn good job of me thinking, oh, damn, she's really going to try this in class and he's going to let her? No way. Yeah, because, I mean, you can see under the table. Oh. And then there's people sitting right behind them. And it's like, okay. The shock value was It's like, movie. I guess this is happening. And then... <laughs> Yeah, all of a sudden you see this giant bottle, you know, coming up from underneath the table, and you're like, oh, okay. Gotcha. I guess that's not what it was going to be. <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> the only point of this scene uh, is to set this chick up as being. Like a hoe. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to, like, label her, but. That's all it does. And when you watch the movie, you see why later because Professor Creepoid, like, after this whole scene is like, see me in 30 minutes in my office. And she already knows what it's about. Yep. He's trying to hit on her to get, you know, you do this, you get an A kind of yep. scenario, which comes back later in the movie. So it, it just sets this chick up of being, I don't even know how you want to describe it. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> so stupid uh, it's so stupid actually ridiculous oh okay his other buddy conrad um our introduction to him as he wants to blow this other dude's brains out because they're both talking shit to each other and that's all there really is to it they play baseball together a giant question i have because later in the movie jensen's uh, pinch it to him and he's catching. So I don't know if he's just there. Like, I don't know what the deal is again. Allegedly these are high school buddies. Yeah. So I'll just roll with that. So this guy already has this scene serves a purpose to show that he's got anger issues with this person. Mm-hmm. Just this one guy, which is silly because later we find out because I had this huge question that they actually like hung out and would do drugs together. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but like, there were I like too. any 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 interaction that goes on between these two characters between uh, Conrad and oh, what is his name? Uh, the other gentleman, the one that he's fighting with. Yeah, like they're always fighting. Yeah, like, do, never do we a even good... get a name? I feel like I, I, just, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know either. And, dead guy walking essentially yeah uh that they're always at each other's throats and so when like the reveal later is like well they always hung out like i don't understand this You're like but everything i've seen leads me to believe like they absolutely hate each other yep but okie dokie smoky i mean never really get like uh, a clear answer why 
Yeah. They are arguing and wanting to fight each other. Not to be sacrilegious, but there's our holy trinity of characters for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those two. And then Marisol is a lady that finds Jake, our main character, by going to his work as a computer repairman. Mm-hmm. And she has a computer with a little bit of wax in it from her. God, that scene pissed me off so much. Well, why? Oh, my computer doesn't work. And then, you know, he, he, so it's a, it's a little laptop and he flips it open. And then there's like a little, a little board up top kind of above the keyboard below the screen that he, you know, unscrews and takes off. And he's like, oh, there's a little piece of wax in there. Pulls it out. You don't even see him turn the computer on or anything. He's like, oh, there you go. It's like, why would that make the computer not work? My only note I have for this is, how did Wax get into it? She's using tarot cards. This just seems like a really lazy way to introduce what ends up being a fairly monumental character for this movie. Mm -hmm. Because the only thing it does... now that we're talking about like it sets the stage kind of for other events, but not really because he doesn't charge her, but then his boss gets all pissy about it. like, dude, that was seventy five dollars like worth of services. I'm taking it out of your pay. And like this is now this character, I'm like, oh well this all this is a character that's obviously gonna die. Like he's the dick. He's out. <laughs> I love that scene where he's like He's like, I'm docking it out of your pay. And he's like, well, oh, he's like, well, what the hell? Why? And he's like, because, like, you know, whatever reason he says. And he's like, now watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the only funny part of the whole movie, but yeah, still caught me off guard. <laughs> True. Very few. Um, <sighs> you, you, Ivan. Do you know who Ivan is in this movie? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. That's the one of the last guys he goes and visits who can conjure the, the devil. Yeah, okay. This is yeah. the guy that tells you how to conjure the devil. Yep. Okay. So he gets led by that. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's really it's a very very small cast. Mm-hmm. There isn't a whole lot going on here. So that kind of catches us up to. We'll start from the computer thing. I I wrote if I saw stuff all the time like this, I too would be crazy. Yeah. He's got it pretty well together considering what his life is. So is he seeing does he have to touch things to see things? Well see that's what I was wondering too. But it just it seems like it, that's definitely not the case because like he has like touched um you know like someone or something beforehand, nothing happens, and then like later he like touches it or something. you know, like when he was with um what what was the girl's name? The the newest one? Marisol? Yeah, Marisol. 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 Anyways, she, uh, when she, I think it was like in one of the scenes, like when he was like talking to her, or like he like touched her before, and then like when he was like getting relief, like touched her again or gave her a kiss, and he had like that vision. So it's kind of, I feel like it's a movie's got a movie kind of thing. (laughs) And so we get these visions when something kind of needs to move or we get a hint, you know? I kind of feel like that that's what that's off of. Because I, I did notice that, so it's not like really based off touch. It's kind of just either the moment or energy. Who really knows? Yeah, 
So let's get to the pathway. Man, so th- this game doesn't even make sense to me. Either, <laughs> so I, 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 I agree. This this feels like a completely separate movie that I have seen and can't remember the name of. So it's his it's his birthday. His two pals bring him, like they're having like an after party after the party. So mm-hmm. during the main party, Conrad and another guy brawl again. Jensen steps in. Smacks the other guy. These guys walk off together. And then the three of them are sitting around drinking and kind of busting his balls a little bit mm-hmm. about his life. And Conrad says, I signed you up for this online game. Dude, I'd be livid if anybody took personal. Like, Well, yeah. and it's, No, it, it didn't. It, it, he didn't take personal information, but it it found all the personal information. Yeah, he says, like, oh, my social security number and this and that. It's like phone number and stuff. So yeah, it's like, that's a telesketch. So they put the information into this game called the pathway and the purpose of the pathway does what? Dude, I don't know. That's what I've been trying to figure out because like, that's what I don't understand is they like signed him up for it. Well, but they, they're already signed up. Correct. I, I they've guess been signed they, up they, before they, this. Yeah, like they've been playing, or yeah, that's like what I don't get is they're like they're all like doing this crazy stuff, and like he like isn't. Oh, we had a light bulb. What? Uh huh. Speak. So. <laughs> so well, I guess, I guess, the ending might make sense now, maybe. <laughs> God, do we want to jump to the ending right now? No, I, we, we can't because... The, uh... <sighs> Anyways, where All I was right. going with this is I, I'm not sure because it didn't seem like he was really like doing anything or actually playing the game, even though he got the call. So let's be clear. But the game isn't actually a physical computer game you play. You put your information into this right. site. They for some reason put on your screen, like all of your personal information, social security, uh, everything. Mm -hmm. And then all you do is you wait for phone calls to do essentially dares. Yeah. And they like tell you to do something or, but it doesn't, there's no, I never got the impression of like why you would do these things because Conrad makes it sound like it's to make your life more interesting, but there's really no payoff to it. Like, Okay, you told me to go like a ham sandwich. Why? Right. Like, is this one of these like daily challenges to make? But then it gets crazy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make sense of what this is. No, it Be- doesn't. At because all. he's not implying like it's evil. He's just saying like it's supposed to make things interesting. Okay, well mm-hmm. how? Like if you don't go murder somebody and it tells you to, what happens to you? Right. Like you're not. You got to give me like my consequence. Yep. To actions i'm supposed to take and because a, a great example of this is so he shows up the next day at his computer job and this guy this guy is such a dick <laughs> he says hey my nephew just got out of jail needs a job you're fired so jensen like gets fired and then he's standing there and he gets a phone call and it's the pathway telling him well, what would you like to do to your boss? And doesn't he say kill him? He says something pretty dark because Jensen yeah. doesn't... I'm going to call him Jensen. I know his, his movie name is Jake. Jake Jensen. Jake Jensen. Double J. Uh, 
all he wants, like he, all the visions he has, like he is not taking anything serious Mm-mm. for the longest time. And even then I would debate. No. So the, he gets the phone call and the voice tells him to come back and like, come back tomorrow. So he goes back tomorrow because he, he's saying his boss owes him two weeks pay mm-hmm. and the guy's being a dick about it. So he goes back the next day and the computer store has been robbed and he's yep. accusing Jake of doing it. And the cops are there and he's like, fine, I'll go look at the hitting security tapes that you didn't even know we had. He pulls up the tapes and the boss sees himself for the first time robbing his own store with a couple other people. Yep. And blames Jake that he doctored the footage and mm-hmm. Jake smiles, walks out the door and does a fist pump outside. End of story. <laughs> that whole scene what? confused the hell out of me. Yeah. So is like I is this the thing where like the pathway is like trying to gain his trust because Jake's answer to the question was a lot more sinister than robbing the store. Right. So why yeah, is this I, the thing? I I have no idea. Because previous to this, after he signs up for the pathway, like his buddies go away and like he's staring at the computer screen and it still like flashes his info. Mm-hmm. And it gets a premonition of him going outside. Someone splashing gas on the side of the party house. Yep. Lights it on fire. Runs. Jake um, tackles him to the ground. It's some dude we haven't met, and then he turns into a I don't monster even know. face. Yeah, something. And then Jake just runs out of the room to the main party, and the scene cuts. Like, he doesn't go outside to check it. Like, none of his premonitions ever alarm him to, like, go outside and do something. So he's not seeing the future. Mm-mm. But that first one where he's killing the mountain lion, like, that was a past? Like, what... The premonitions mean nothing to me. And apparently they mean nothing to him. Mm. So where do you want to go from here? So he's been fired. He's got no job. He, oh, we do need to talk about the gun. Our introduction to Conrad has a gun. Come to find out, stolen. Jake takes it from Conrad, goes to the lake, and throws it into the lake. Gone. Mm Mm-hmm. And the gun makes a comeback. Yeah. And isn't it... Isn't it first spotted back was at his house, wasn't it? Didn't his like dad have it sitting out? Well, see, no. Or no, that was a vision, wasn't it? Vision, premonition. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, So the gun somehow made it back to Conrad's hands, though, right? Like, that's where the next time we saw it. Yeah, so the gun never physically went back to jake it just showed up in a dream where he killed his dad with that gun Mm -hmm. which the gun means nothing to no one because it's a stolen gun come to find out Mm -hmm. so it's super wait is that the same dream where he like went back upstairs and like had the scissors and oh god is that the same is that the one where he goes downstairs and sees the devil Mm, no that's different i think that was before this yeah, right, movie, let's let's backtrack here. Hella wonk, let's let's dude. backtrack here. Um, he gets fired. Would you go back to work if a voice told you to go back to work the next day? Like, I, I'd be afraid someone was actually murdered or something. Yeah, seriously. More sinister. I have the chair sex seems awkward. So that was soon after getting fired. Okay, so now he's at home, and I have a phone that is not plugged in. 
He answers it like it ain't no thing. Yep. So this is the devil part. So he's is he again upstairs like watching this random screen of the pathway and then he has a premonition of oh the power goes out. Mm-hmm. He went downstairs. So he goes downstairs and wanders around and nothing happens. Then the phone starts ringing and then he pulls up the phone cord, but that's the phone cord isn't plugged into the phone. Then he answers the phone and then talks to whoever it is. And then that's when like the devil figure shows up, which Dude, he just smirks through this whole thing. Yeah. And the, the phone ringing without it being plugged into anything is an alarming to him at all. Is this when he also cuts out his tongue? No, I don't. Is this think when he shoots so. his dad? I think I think oh. it was shortly after that. Oh when no, he had it is premonition. Okay, of... yeah. So he goes back upstairs. His dad's passed out on the couch. The gun's right there, and he has it here. And he picks up the gun and shoots his dad. Mm-hmm. And then he like goes uh, see, and this this was like the probably like the the one and only cringe scene. I mean, not really cringe, but I was just like, oh, like man, you know, because. They showed it, mm-hmm. thank goodness, of yeah, him like holding his tongue out and taking like uh, one piece of his scissors and starting to cut his tongue. Scissors or knife or something. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so brutal. <sighs> yeah, that one of the few like body horror parts in this wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. So then I put, oh, damn it. It was a dream. Starting yeah. when? Yeah. When was this a dream? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, Probably so when the phone rang, maybe I don't know. This is where we start getting into a mild body count. So they call Conrad Connie. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, why would you shorten that? Okay. <laughs> Anywho. This is where I have the problem of no understanding if Connie and this other guy are mortal enemies or not, because they apparently live next across the hall from each other yeah. on this campus. Mm-hmm. So Connie gets this phone call and he's already acting like he's a wreck and he doesn't know what to do. And then demon devil shows up, hands him a gun and he then goes in there and murders his, this buddy while he's having intercourse, man, easy pickings. Yep. Kills both of them. And then proceeds to sit down and put pencils in his ears. This movie has a fetish with ears, too, by the way. With ears? Yeah, he puts pencils in his ears. It doesn't tell us how Dakota did it, but his uncle that's driving the car gets like a branch through the head, which oh, goes yeah. right through the ears. For some reason, like they kind of do like multiple deaths. Yeah, which I didn't, I didn't understand that either. Um, of how that cop died with the branch because the little vision or whatever that we saw of him like crashing, the branch should have went like through his forehead or like his face. Or did the demons dig it through his head? Well, the only reason that I can think of um, for for that, for like the pencils in the ears and like the tongue thing is when he was talking to the priest at the church and he did the Bible quote and said to something about like being deaf. Is that hear no evil, speak no evil kind of? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember that part. Good on you. But that's really the only thing I could think of as to why the ears or the tongue. or But the tongue was only kind of a one-time thing, wasn't it? 
It was yeah. just it was just Conrad. Yeah, because we don't see how Dakota mutilates herself at all. Uh-uh. Which, again, this movie's an hour and a half. You could have given me some more body horror or something to, yeah. to go along with this. I I don't know. So, apparently his uncle is the sheriff. Mm-hmm. So, the sheriff confronts him, like, hey, this gun Connie had was stolen. Do you need anything about it? And he's like, yeah, I took it away from him and I threw it in the lake. He's like, well, why wouldn't you come to me? He's like, I don't know. I threw it in the lake. No one would ever see it again. But apparently here it is. He's got no business having it. So we've got this Mr. Entry. Like, weird. How'd this gun get back? Yeah, and we never know how the and gun And was... knowing how this movie ends, damn it, did he actually throw it in the lake? I am led to believe that every event that happens in this movie actually happens and that the devil is there. That's what I was going to say earlier. This movie tries to do its own rewrite psychological thing at the end and it does not fly no it's so stupid it pissed me off because i rewound it like three or four i times did too i'm like what i did too because like the things he was saying like didn't make sense no it doesn't let's don't let's don't spoil the end just yet all right so oh darius his name's darius bro i wrote it down darius Okay. Go back to the start of this podcast. We can insert Darius instead of other gentlemen. Darius and Connie are now dead. Connie allegedly did this because of whatever the pathway told him to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jake's mom is in a nursing home. He goes to visit her uh, often. And some new nurse comes up to him. Oh, wait. But it's the chick with the computer. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Dude, I have in this. He leaves the nursing home and goes home and is in different clothes. <laughs> no explanation. No reason mm. for it. He's just in different clothes. Maybe he just changed on the way home, dude. Maybe it smelled like nursing home. Yeah. Hey, his be. mom's not in a nursing home. I don't know where she's at. She's just not able to function. Mm-hmm. We get the story that Jake feels his dad blames him for some accident that paralyzed his mom mm-hmm, which I and think they it, can't take care of her at home because his dad works all the time yeah and in which i think his dad was driving wasn't he well that's the story they tell us it was a driving accident so i don't yeah. know why he tries to blame like an infant for this car crash yeah i don't know but okay for some reason i have in here the pathway is like a pep talk oh because we're at the restaurant scene are we at the restaurant scene we are so we jumped ahead a little bit, but Marisol and Jake are now at a date at a place where Dakota works. Yes. Dakota is now getting harassed by the professor because he's there. She denied him. Which, uh, uh, is that place like on campus? I don't think so. Because it... Why? Well, because the professor just comes walking in the back like he like owns the place. Yeah, but I think he walked in with his wife. Dude, yeah, this is he a, did. This is a professor with no boundaries, bro. Yeah. yeah, he walks back there at this building of the of this restaurant, like in the kitchen, to harass this woman. Yeah, like he owns the place and that no one's going to yeah, say anything, like, which no one did say anything. Because if, if I saw some random person walking back in the kitchen, I was working and back, um, excuse me, like... Uh, health violation. And can I help you? Like, yeah. why are you back here? You don't work here. So I have the pathways like a pep talk because he harasses her. 
And then Lee, like she denies him, leaves. Yeah. And then she gets a phone call, and it's uh-huh. basically like, stop being a whiny bitch about stuff. Yep. Like stand up for yourself, otherwise no one's gonna stand up to you. Or everybody's you can't you gotta stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Come on, be a woman. I know. Yeah, and that's have why, some self respect. And that's why Jake would never, you know, be with you because you just can't stand up for yourself and You've, be a big girl. You slept with all of his friends. You think you don't yeah. know them? Like, oh, so Conrad. I haven't been introduced to all of his friends, so okie dokie. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. also confused me because, um, like, before they did the pathway thing, or actually, I think it was, like, when when Jake was going to go get on the game, like, Conrad, like, picked her up and they carried her away. I'm like, I'm like, so who who is this girl? Yeah, and he's like, body shots. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, like, it, is this just, she's just a hoe and just, you know, whatever? Or like, yeah, it's... It, there, there are friends, and then there are friends. I guess it, it literally makes no sense. But well, right. yeah, because during this whole exchange of like him picking up like dinner to go, because he's got a big surprise to show Marisol. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Dakota's like, well, now I'm kind of jealous. I'm like, again, what are you guys? Exactly. Like you guys just kind of had like a fling, like what the night before, and now Jake's on this date with this woman. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So. Okie dokie again. I sure. So they she gets jealous. She gets the phone call, and then it cuts. And Jake is the surprise was Jake is getting a tattoo. Uh huh. Am I boring you? No. Are you fucking yawning into the microphone like that? I'm sorry. I'm just slightly <sighs> tired. Oh my god, it's getting late. It's dude. fine. It's fine, bro. Okay, so the big surprise is he's going to go with a tattoo of orchids because that's what he gives his mom every week. Tattooist has a satanic tattoo of a goat. Mm-hmm. And wowzer dowser, okie dokie. Hey, girl, I just met. Let's get dinner to go. I've got a surprise for you. Guess what the surprise is? I'm paying for a tattoo for myself. Stand here and watch, please. So they brought dinner to a tattoo shop to eat while getting tattooed? Yep. Yeah. When the when it cut to that and I was like, "What?" I was like, "How is that a surprise?" Maybe like to yourself, but not to her. "Hey baby, our first date I've got a surprise for you. You'll never guess what it is. I'm getting orchid tattoos." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is the scene I really needed. Is Marisol is eating her French fries, and that creepy professor's finger is in there. And I'm not talking like it's been cut off. Like yeah, there are like, chunks like, of hand. Yeah, it's with like a, it. It's like a it's like a small section. Yeah, it's like because it, it has this, like his ring finger and like some of like his actual like palm of his hand. How in the hell is this guy getting butchered in this restaurant? Dude, I... And then a fink... Okay. Dakota... <laughs> okay, so we got uh, we got to backtrack here because I didn't think about this. So the way this story goes, the professor harasses Dakota. Dakota turns him away. He leaves. She gets a phone call. She is supposed to be in the back getting the order ready to go for Jake and his girlfriend or mm-hmm. friend to go on this date. So in between the time of taking the order and providing the order back, 
she was able to yes. dismiss this guy, get a phone call, somehow get him back, which the way he acts, dude, she could just like nod to him and he'd freaking come a running. Probably, yes. Was able to at least take a finger off without anybody knowing it. It somehow gets into their french fry order. And then once they find the finger in the fries, finger fries. Is that yeah. chicken, chicken finger fries? That's finger licking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was it raw? Was it cooked? I don't uh, know. Ends up in theirs, coincidentally enough. Yeah, which I, I wondered that too. I was like, well, how'd that even get in there? Because, yeah, the reasons you just said. Yeah, so. so they go back to this restaurant, and the cops are all there. His uncle's there. And all you see is the two body bags leave. One's obviously the professor, and the yep. sheriff is like, and Dakota needed it later to herself. I need to see that scene. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got two friends that he's distraught over losing. We kind of we saw how Connie dies, or the end result, whatever how you want to phrase that. Mm-hmm. We have nothing with Dakota. Nope. Come on, you know, folks. That's just that's literally just one more character like that or like the last one they just need to show like that's so right now going back to the pathway you sign up for this at borderline drives you crazy but it also knows like your deepest darkest like personal issues convinces you to commit murder and then kill yourself because both of his friends have people in their lives that are like antagonizing them yeah. Whether it's physical abuse or the sexual kind of assault situation, mm-hmm. who wind up killing that person and then killing themselves. Yes. Jake, you should be worried, pal. Yeah. Super duper worried of what's going on with your friends. All right. So he kind of tells the sheriff, his uncle, what's going on. And. The uncle says, I've got this cabin. Go to the cabin. Yeah, he's like, meet me at the cabin tomorrow in the morning. We'll discuss this. So they go that night, though, right? Jake and Marisol no, they, go that no, night? No, they went the next morning. So they went there. All right. Sure thing, boss. <laughs> what do you mean, sure thing? I, it, it, I, it's, I'm, ta- it, I'm taking your word for it because I can't remember ends, all the chain of events. Yeah, because it was like end scene, and then it shows them pulling up, and he was out off to the side digging a oh, hole right. to put the, the deer in or whatever. And he's like, oh, I didn't hear you guys pull up. So, see, that's foolish, too. Like, if you're super worried about what's going on right now, his ass needs to be at the cabin, like, now. Yeah. Because the whole point is, like, I'm getting these phone calls. Like, well, we'll go up there. But the part he doesn't tell is, like, yeah, well, they also have the power to make phones that don't have power ring. Yeah. But this movie also wants me to think, like, it's all in his head at some point. But it, it can't be, right? Because Marisol or uh, Dakota and Connie both were getting these phone calls. True. We saw them both receive a phone call. And the woman talks to Dakota and a man talks to Connie. Maybe they're not even real. Who's not even real? Dakota and Connie. But the police are there with their bodies. Dude, maybe this whole movie isn't even real. <laughs> maybe this whole thing is just a figment of his imagination. <laughs> Like, maybe he's coding know. a game and this is just a game he's coding maybe holy cracked it or unless he's like actually doing all this and all this stuff like actually happened like i i don't know dude this movie just hurts my head sometimes all right so they go to the cabin oh. of the uncles uh uncle 
drives back into town, gets mm-hmm. a phone call. Here is your um, dangers of driving while talking on the cell phone. Mm-hmm. He then gets a phone call from the pathway. The uncle, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Okay, so you don't have to sign up for this website. I guess not. So the pathway calls him. And we end up finding out like a demon or the devil jumped onto the hood of his car. The car's crashed, and he's got a tree branch through his ears, mm-hmm. straight through the head. Yep. Cool. I didn't see it. All we see is like it cuts before any action happens yep. again. Like. We're shrouding everything in it's, mystery yeah, for it's reasons. Like, it's like it's yeah, too violent or something. Too much blood and gore, which it's like that's not even that bad compared to what happened in the tongue scene. Yeah. But like exactly. The the cutting off of your own tongue's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Oh, he gets a call and he drives off. Anyway, so you have Jake and Marisol in the cabin. There's a fire lit. Yeah, and they're all hanging out, macking out, and then he's like, oh, something doesn't feel right. Dude, he makes eye contact with a stuffed freaking animal, and the eyes become yeah. a flames on the inside. He's like, we gotta go! Yeah. And I'm like, but why? Yeah, and then that's when they find his uncle. He tries... What did he hit the door, the door handle with? Oh, he's, trying to, he's trying to get his uncle out of the vehicle. I guess the door is jammed. And yeah. Then... He tries to beat the door open and it yep. doesn't work. And before I, I'm, again, I didn't, I've never seen this movie, but my note here is this nurse chick met this guy at the wrong time. Literally. Dude, I'd be, you know what? I met you like two days ago. This is some heavy shit. I'm out. Yeah. Which I got to be to work. She eventually does that. Which, once you know the end of the movie, you all right funeral of dead uncle which is very fast so again this movie takes place in what a week sure seems so like nothing's it. happening while they're planning this funeral but we got to have this funeral scene because he sees this poster or this flyer at the church that reads i did not verify with my scriptures from first peter 5 8 your enemy, Satan, prowls around like a lion, lion seeking souls he may devour. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the title of the movie. And credits. Yep. The movie's over, folks. That's all you need to see. It ends on a nice, quaint sheriff funeral, and um, everybody's A-OK. Not true. So now, oh, God. Now this movie becomes... Scooby Doo ish. Yeah, and that was this. That was the scene where uh, he talks to the priest, and the yeah. priest says, "You know, it's here." It wasn't the "hear no evil, see no evil" thing. Like it wasn't exactly that, but it has something to do with like being deaf and like taking, you know, like not being able to speak for something. Like I, I don't really remember what it was, but that's kind of was thinking. I was like, "Oh, is that why he put like?" Well, because yeah, because then he did the flash. The flashback of the pencils being in Connie's ears and him like cutting his tongue out. Did Connie's tongue get cut out or was it just the pencils in the ears? No, he cut his tongue. So how did, how did Connie die? Did he just bleed out or was he just jammed the pencils? Okay. Again, dude, how are you? You've got to have a pencil in each hand to jam. But the gun was in his hand too, right? Dude, that's what I'm uh, telling you. Uh, I, I don't know how he died. Yeah, I don't know. Did a demon actually shove pencils in his ears? I don't know. Like a, it it doesn't make sense. No. 
Like, I need to see something here besides, like, the end result. I need to see how this happened. Yeah, I, I have no idea. All right. It, Jake takes it upon himself, like, now this is a mystery. i got to figure out this pathway. People are dying. Uh, I have another tattoo artist provides much-needed info. Yep, exposition. Hey, yeah, I have this devil tattoo or Satan worship tattoo. I don't worship anymore. Kind of don't do it. I'm Catholic now. <laughs> Born again. I haven't worshipped Satan in ten years. Mm-hmm. Praise the Dark Lord. I mean, uh, <laughs> nothing. Dude, and the other thing with this scene, too, uh, it makes no sense. Because at the very end, he's like, he's like, I know one guy. And he's like, but there's just one thing. He's like, yeah, can't tell him I sent you. It's like, well, how in the hell would this guy know to find this guy that you know of, you know, and the guy he finds is like the most milk toast, yeah, freaking white picket fence, yeah, monkey fighting guy, yeah, <laughs> <I've ever seen>. like, <laughs> and then and then apparently he called he called this guy, yeah, he and did. set up a consultation and it's fifty dollars an hour, like what? That's right. Like what? But don't don't tell him that I I told you to to call him up, all right? Like what? Wait, you don't get those Facebook ads about finding your local satanic guy to get <laughs> yeah. a consult with? Like, oh my gosh, dude! Are you looking for the Dark Lord? Give me a call. Yeah, I th- yeah. Once like that transition next, I'm like, okay, well, apparently this movie just doesn't give shit about nothing. Like they just all right. Well, next scene and action. Okay. So we got to regroup for a second because after this funeral, it turns into a a different movie with another set of like, I'm not going to call him his friends, but like three core characters that now drive the plot of this movie. The tattoo artist provides him information of seeking somebody who he used to worship with that can commune and apparently summon the devil. And then this game developer of the pathway. Yes. Okay. I want you to explain to me the part where he meets this guy. The developer? No, no, no. The the tattooist friend. Okay. Explain to me the link between the Satan worshiper guy and the game developer guy. I want to see if we're on the same page of this. Oh, let me think for a second. So he goes there. He kind of gives him the information. It it almost makes it seem like that this... Okay, so the relationship between... He, he, he taught him how to like summon or worship mm-hmm. or something. He's kind of a student. Yeah, and then he said he come to the dark side. And then he said he what? He stopped teaching him because I don't remember the reason. Okay, the Wikipedia. Okay, has this plot broken down into four paragraphs. <laughs> four, and they're they're short. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I almost want to say that like that maybe the developer too was like also like the devil or. An acting, pro- I don't know, but anyway, go ahead. Okay, say what you gotta say. God, this makes no sense either. 
So with help from Marisol, which is false, a new friend who dabbles in the mystic occult, which comes to nothing. Right. It's just technically, I mean, literally, yes the only, and the, no. Yeah. There's a say the only thing like you really get from her is the, the cards because didn't she like talk about the cards and she then... gave him cards that lead to nothing. Yeah. Like, as like a thanks for fixing her computer. Yeah. There's no point. Okay. It's like continue. a meat cute. Yep. Jake learns from a man called Ivan Rees that his wife, Anne, and their unborn child were taken by Cater and sacrificed to the devil. Oh, that's right. Okay, so he, so the developer sacrificed, um, what do you say, Ivan's? Ivan's his name? Mm-hmm. So he sacrificed Ivan's wife and unborn child to the devil. Okay. Okay. So, dude, this guy takes him to a nice walk through the cemetery to explain his whole situation. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm telling you, this guy just looks like your average next-door neighbor that you could run yep. over and grab a cup of sugar from and no problems. Yep. Little would you know he knows how to summon the devil, allegedly. <laughs> yep. Allegedly. All right. This is where I get foggy. What happens after this scene? Because apparently a ghost shows up. Yeah, dude, I don't know, because then he like ends up like talking to the actual developer. No, 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 no. We got to backtrack. Okay. He leaves this guy and goes home, correct? Yes. Okay. Because now he's like doing investigative work at home. This is where he finds weird newspaper articles about occult. Oh yeah, that was in religious in the, in the stuff. wall downstairs. Yeah, hidden downstairs for for reasons. So like, this weird mystery does like all of your normal mystery movie things, but it doesn't explain how it got there. It's just all of a sudden he's sitting on the okay. He's at home sitting on the stairs, looks straight ahead, notices something weird that I couldn't figure out what he caught his eye yeah me neither finds this hole in the wall yeah and it's got these weird it's it's literally a hole in wall like in in between like a like the bookshelf shelving yeah like and yeah so he sticks his hand there pulls out like a little toolbox something and it's yeah little cult following newspaper clippings yeah and so he sees this and he's like oh that's weird and then who shows up connie yeah, he he's behind him on the stairs with the gun. Yeah. Okay. And so, then he knocks him out. Yeah. Okay. Connie knocks him out with the gun. Back to and, the head. Poof. Yeah. And then he wakes up at the, the developer's game. place. Yeah, the developer's place. Cater. Uh huh. Okay. Question for you: How in the hell do you get to someone's house when you're knocked out? And by who? Connie's dead. Is he? I don't know, Raggy. It's a fucking mystery. I don't know. Gosh. I... <sighs> it, it, we got a big mystery on our hands. Like, gang. Scoob, this is too much, man. <laughs> I need a Scooby snack. <laughs> I need a Scooby snack to power through this, let me tell you. Like... Were we high and drove here, man? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know who that was. That was not shit. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, he gets to this guy's house. Cater is... Okay, I'm just going back to the Wikipedia. So, it says, soon after, he, meaning Jake, tracks down Cater. No, he doesn't track him down! He shows up at his house! Yeah, there's no tracking. That is, that is a big lie. Okay. Apparently, he sleep drives. Yep. Okay. And learns that Anna was not, in fact, sacrificed to the devil, 
that she gave birth and that her child was stolen by mortals. Oh, my God. I haven't read this before. Who this is blowing my mind. And raised as a human. He is that child. Yes. Jake's the child born of, of Ivan and Anna. Yes. Okay. And, and also, apparently, the devil is female. Calm down, buddy. So Jake is that child. <laughs> Calm down. The person whom the pathway was created to find, and Anna is really Satan herself. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Why in the hell, how in the hell is an online computer game used to help you find a missing devil child? I don't know. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that's what, uh, what was his name? Crater? Cater. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, because what was his reasoning? He's like, he's like, I knew, I knew, we knew he found you when, when what, the devil, like, appeared right in front of you and, and you never, like, took your eyes off of it. It's like, what? It's like, I'm sure that there's been people out there that if, like, you did that to someone, that they'd be, like, so shocked. Like, they they wouldn't know like what to do. They would just like either freeze or like not look. Yeah, that that makes no sense either. For one, well, yeah. Why why would you know that that's him? Because oh, he he didn't he didn't look away and didn't run. I mean, when he showed up in front of Connie, yeah, like yeah, Connie like freaked out, but like he like fell down and was like still you know like screaming and looking at him. Like, he didn't like break eye contact. Like I don't know. don't make no sense. Yeah, make I no just sense. so let's just I I want to backtrack a little bit for this Wikipedia plot summary, and it says the story follows Jake, a young man who's who's been having bizarre visions of murder and self mutilation, and his experience with a live role playing like online game called The Pathway, similar to role playing as the game. Hundred percent false. Yeah. On that, how is this role playing in anything? No. That's not what's happening. No, there's no role-playing. Following the deaths of his friends Conrad and Dakota, who introduced him to the game, Jake Cern loons that the pathway is actually being ran by a named a man named Cater and his band of devil worshippers. They've been using it to look for a specific person, even as they manipulate others into killing. As their, as their final acts, the victims of the pathway commit suicide in various gruesome ways. So the whole purpose of the pathway is to find Jake. Okay, yeah, but the devil shows up to Conrad and gives him the gun. Mm-hmm. So if Conrad would have stood up to the devil and said, I'm not doing it, does that mean they found this devil child? Pretty much. So does that mean the devil showed up to Dakota? But see, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, the devil shows up to Jake in his basement for no reason. And again, Jake's just like, oh. but that was also not a real. Was that real or not? Was that part of his like? Dude, I don't even know if this visions? whole movie's real oh or not, God. dude. Right, let, let's just like, get... is it all a vision or did it all just actually happen? Okay, all right, let's let's get all right. This last maybe Jake's the devil. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, ultimately Jake confronts his birth mother, who was killed, who who has killed his adoptive parents. Okay. 
So Jake goes back out to the cabin of his uncles. Yes? No? Anyway. Yes, yes, he did go back out there. His adoptive parents are strung and, up and hanging from a tree dead, dripping blood into a cup. Yeah, and that lady was out there okay. in the cabin, remember? And okay. he had he he had the knife. That's Anne. That's Anne who was married to Ivan, okay. who allegedly was sacrificed. Well, thank you for telling me because I was wondering who that who that lady was. All right, well there you go. Jeez. So that is his mother who who you know strung up his adoptive parents okay is the in the very place where he was stolen from her he then learns that marisol was in fact satan slash anna dude so satan can also shapeshift okay we got it following so satan is marisol so satan was marisol this whole time but also Anne. and Anne is whatever devil demon that you want to ascribe to this gave birth to Jake. So does that mean Ivan, a mortal, got on with the devil Satan? I guess. And had a half demon child. Dude, we're just in Supernatural now. <laughs> like, let's just be real. Uh, so is that close. is that what's going on? Is he half Satan? I guess. I mean, you'd have to be if it's okay, his son. Okay, so or if, yeah, same so, son. So here's the thing: Ivan, Ivan is living with this woman Anne. We don't understand how they ever met. She was always the devil. I guess got pregnant, and then, the, and then we're he's Ivan's under believe like he was sacrificed by Cater for reasons. Is it just a? It's just a misdirect, apparently, for the sake of storytelling. I, I guess. All right, so following his rejection and attempted murder of her, Jake is shown a vision of the night he was born. So the night he was born, his adoptive parents were like super religious, the anti-cult people. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently stole Jake soon after he was born from the devil. Dude, I'm still saying it like that because I don't know. I know what this is telling me. I know what my eyes have seen. I still not sure that I'm believing it. Mm-hmm. And they're running through the forest, and his adoptive mother like falls down a little bit and like breaks her spine. That was the night she became paralyzed. I guess that's the, that's literally the only thing I could think of. So as to why she'd be that way? And I, I, I don't know. I don't want to backtrack anymore. But there's a scene like soon after like all the deaths and stuff, like. His dad like starts drinking is like an asshole about stuff, mm-hmm. and, and like Jake's like, dude, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Like, I've had a really tough go at it recently, and you're just you've turned yeah, to the like, drink. This is, huh? this is the time that I need you, and I've lost two friends, and this is yeah, yeah. So like, it's almost a switch from what we've been seeing from this character. But okay, mm-hmm. this is a, a random event slash scene and character development that we're getting almost towards into this movie. Yep. Okay. So he awakens covered with blood and the ground the next day only to be arrested for the murder of his parents. Yep. The movie ends with Jake wondering if anything, if everything, including the pathway itself really was not created by his imagination. And if he had committed all those murders. Okay. Here's my, did you, how close did you watch the ending of this? Dude, I rewound the ending like five okay. times. So, Okay. Oh God, this is so messed up. 
the reveal that Marisol is Anna slash Satan mm-hmm. is so unnerving because they were making out at the cabin. Yes. What? And then and then they also kissed like right before. You know that he was like knocked out. Remember, because she's like, because she because she was Anne, and then she transformed into Marsala. And then Marisol. or Marisol, uh-huh. not uh-huh. Marisol. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was, and then I don't know. He's like, he's like, is this you or is this you know something? And then she's like, like I can be like whatever you want me to be or something like that, you know. And then he like kissed her. So, is he macking out with his mom? Well, yeah, apparently. That's what I'm saying. Like that reveal in the forest, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. There's a lot of messed up things in this well, movie. All of a sudden. And on top of that, I don't know if you saw either, but it looked like um, Marcel. Morris, Maris, Mar- Mar- Maris? Marisol. Dude, I, I can't remember the other chick. <laughs> yes, th- wasn't she dead in there too? Like, cause you saw the two, okay. and then there was like another. Or no, that was Anne. Okay, I don't know. I there do, was like there I was a third body about- against the tree. I know. But I want to go back to the first premonition or thing he has where she's in the cabin and throws a snake at his neck yes. and it bites him. Why? If you're looking for this kid, why is he having dreams of a woman he's never met? Well, I mean, he shouldn't by any account remember her. No. But when she gave birth, she was in devil form from the flashbacks we got. Yep. Dude, you're telling me these adoptive parents went out into the woods of this same town saw a demon give birth to a child, decided to steal this child and not move the hell away out of this town? <laughs> no way! Ah, oh, doesn't make sense. Okay, so like... Uh, no words, man. I got no words for this. Alright, this in-death scene. He rejects her because he then takes a horn and steals stabs her in the chest. Mm-hmm. She then turns into devil form, makes him drink the cup of blood that is his was adoptive parents, his parents' parents' blood, drinks it, has his whole flashback of this whole birth scene being stolen. She can't do anything about it. Dude, it took him 21 years to... And then to develop this game to find him. He was in the same goddamn town the whole time. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Stabs her. He passes out after this vision. Wakes up. And there's a police officer saying, like, you're one sick son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Essentially. My original question from five minutes ago is, do we not see a woman laying on the ground with a horn sticking out of her chest? It, it, I swore there was. There's no one hanging from this thing. So is that Anne? Or is that his mom? His adoptive mom? I don't know. Because I can clearly see the dad. You said there's a third body there. I, I don't. I, I swore there was a third body. I don't remember either. I'm trying to remember for the life of me too if there is. It's so stupid that we can't even. We don't have enough clarity to the end of this movie to even be like, yeah, there are three bodies there. That's that. It, it is what it is. So they're arresting him and for this is the ending voiceover. The devil couldn't kill her child. So this is how she makes me pay for wanting to be human. 
but maybe they're right. Maybe there is no pathway. And this is all a fantasy I've created to live with the horrible things I'd done. Wake me from this nightmare. Please help me. Oh, you pulled up. Okay, so yeah, never mind. It was it just it was two. Oh, wait. Nope. There's three there, right there. Yeah. So You're there right. is three. So there is three. So Anna's so, there yeah. with the with the horn sticking out of her chest. And his yeah. So there's the fake horn. parents. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So there's yeah, three they bodies. Yeah. cut him down. So yeah, he. This movie ends with us wanting to think, like it's all in his head. Yes. That's not possible. No. There's no way that this. I can't believe this movie had the balls to try to do that. So is is the devil uh, dead? Did he kill the devil? And then going back to this ending quote, the devil couldn't kill her child. When? The yeah, whole point I, of this was to find him for some reason. Yeah. Why Why are you trying devil? to kill him? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So this is how she makes me pay for wanting to be human. When did you decide you wanted to be human? By killing her? I guess. I don't. So, uh, he goes to this place. It's Anne, who we th- were told was dead, who then transforms into Marisol, who then transforms into the devil. This is the same person who gave birth to him 21 years ago. Yep. Who he has also made out with in the last week. <laughs> yes. Who is also his mother, who is also Satan. Who is apparently a female, but that doesn't really matter, I guess, to how the story goes. I guess, dude. This, I, I tell you, this is one of those movies where it, it, it won, it, it like put ideas of how to make a Satan movie and put it into a hat. Or something, and then just threw everything on the wall and went with it. Well, you got to have much. references to the occult and sacrifice and devil worship and nudity and self mutilation and yada yada blah blah blah. And then you watch this going, but it doesn't make sense. Like this role playing game is a cool idea. Oh, but it was only to find a missing child. Yeah, and even so, that still doesn't even make sense. So what if? Jake would have actually killed himself then. Does that mean they continue the search? Probably. Do they? I I mean, I don't know if they would know if they did or not. It's honestly, it's hard to say. Who knows? So why is it that this movie focuses so heavily of him turning 21 and having a birthday? Because if that was the case, he almost needs all of a sudden like half powers. It's one of those like, movie tropey things like with witches or like teen wolf like you hit a certain age and all of a sudden like the weirdness in you is going to start manifesting right like what if he did all of a sudden like start having weird is that is that the point of the movie like he started having these weird dreams and actually committed these murders yeah well was it pre- pre- those visions were premeditations premeditated murders and then they were carried out because he envisioned them so did the phone calls happen dude i did this movie happen yeah the movie happened i watched it i got a physical copy in my hand but at any second i fully expected to poof into smoke and cease to exist (laughs) you wish because i 
you watch this movie and like it's everywhere. at some point through they're like okay good idea good idea oh wait what okay interesting cool all right i'm going okay what <laughs> all right all right oh it's ending okay now wait he made out with his mom wait who's also the devil wait who also gave birth to him wait he thinks he did it he thinks it never happened he did it all himself what let's go on this premise Let's say he did commit these murders. How in the hell is Anne there? Yeah, I I don't know. The only way he knows about Anne is through Ivan. And the only way he knows through Ivan is through a tattooist. Mm-hmm. This is like three degrees of separation of knowing a dead person. But he somehow finds her and then murders her promptly after. Yes. Which, yeah, I have no idea how. Doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. There's nothing in this movie that actually leads me to believe, like, anything that's happening to the surrounding characters is him. So you're telling me he also went to the home where his mom is, got her out there, murdered her, same with the father, strung him up, somehow finds Anne and kills her. Which that doesn't even seem likely. So he's living out this weird, like, devil worship kind of fantasy, and we don't know why. Nope. Like, there's nothing traumatic going on in his life that makes you want to. You just, you gotta understand, like, the gun shows back up. Yeah. For a reason. Like, again, like, we're tinkering with, like, interesting, like, mystery ideas. Like, is it Satan? But then you got to ask, well, did Jake actually throw it in the river or the lake? I don't know, but he really believes it. Dude, I just have an idea. Yeah. Matrix. <laughs> it's all, this all happened in the Matrix. I was going to say is we probably would get all this information if we were to get the uh, two-hour director's cut oh, of this right. <laughs> Winkler cut. Winkler cut. Uh, Please. There's got to be. We need more explanations. Yeah. I mean, more explanations, expositions, and plots and stories because everything is just so dicey. Well, it holds a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Which, like, what sucks that, seems, that like, seems a little too gracious to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it sucks because there could have been some good parts. There could have been some, you know, um good play with you know like the use of the devil and like and like this story like if it, if it was just like redone you know and like reworked you know and, and like the the devil actually gave birth to you know a, a half devil half human child you know and kind of went off that like that'd be you know interesting but the way everything pieces together and the ending it's just like okay so what what am i looking at well, why is this movie called Devour? It, I mean, I it, don't know. It there's focuses, no, there's been no devouring of anything. It focuses, Devour of souls, but who's devouring that, the souls? Okay. what souls? Whose oh, souls? Does Cater bring that up in there? Oh, so he murders Cater like very swiftly, and yeah. then just promptly leaves this house. Like that did happen. I believe he did murder this guy, like straight up killed him. But isn't he also saying like it's also used so that Satan can have souls? I mean, if you murder and then suicide, like, you're automatically going to hell. If we want to follow, like, common religious belief. Right. So is that just one way to, like, up the body count in hell? 
I guess. Is that all it is? Is like, Probably. hey, if we can get these, if we can get people to follow this game, get them hooked, and then ask them to murder suicide, we now have at least one soul in hell, one more than normal. Yep. You mean two? What, do the murder people go to hell too? Well, hell with Conrad, that was a three for there. Yep. But I mean, does no one really deserves to die in this movie? No. Like, yeah, the professor's creepy. Yeah, Darius and Connie don't get along. But murderable offenses, mm, <clears throat> it's a stretch. Yeah. But we're also dealing with the devil, I guess. So what does it matter? It don't matter. Yeah, this movie is a freaking hot mess of a trash fire that, I, you know, we've already agreed. Like, there are some cool elements in this. Mm-hmm. But there's too many wannabe like main story plots, and they all get dropped, and then all of a sudden it turns into well maybe this all never happened. It was all in my head, and I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's like okay. I hate that switcheroo in movies, especially when it's not deserved, and especially when the movie didn't set it up for it. Yeah, because like this one, it just leaves a whole big question of like, okay, well, I still don't even know what happened. If he would have woken up in his bedroom at some point in time with like blood on his hands, okay, we might have an argument for like, okay, well, maybe he is doing this. Mm-hmm. But we never do. Like, it's all these weird, like, premonition y things yeah. that are happening. And it's usually something that he's involved with. Like, he never yep. sees his friends kill themselves. Nope. He only sees himself doing stuff. Yep. And so even that stuff doesn't even make sense. Like, you're just like. You are asking this movie to give you substance, and it never will. No substance and whatsoever. Lot, it is lot of mind-boggling. Straight up Swiss cheese, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's holy rusted metal, Batman. It's full of holes, you know? Yeah. Holy. Holy. <laughs> God. Uh, good pull, man. Good pull. Uh, yeah. This was a great movie to start our state and worship on because... It makes no damn sense. No. What it wants to do. All I'm saying is that hopefully they get a little bit better. A little bit easier to follow because yeah, yeah this movie was I I a lot of rewinding going on. <laughs> yeah, there's trouble when in the first five minutes I'm rewinding it three times, be like, wait, what? Why is he doing what he's doing? Okay. Wait. And then and then like it's brought well, that's why I brought up that first premonition at, like towards the end, like what does it matter? Like that has nothing to do with anything. Like, did she legit try to kill him? It was the cabin actually outside, like right next to him where he was gutting that mountain lion or not. Uh, Like he never actually climbs the hill to see it or we never see him do it. No. And it's just like, you got it. You got to follow one thread at least far enough for me to understand what's going on. But if you're just going to cut them and move on with something else, then I lose interest. Yep. Or I get super confused at the ending. Yeah. Maybe there is no pathway. And this is all a fantasy I've created all, to live. Yeah, it's all just With fake. the horrible things I've done. So this is saying I decided to kill people, but in my head, I'm going to tell myself the devil made me do it. Sure. Seems logical. But he's got no reason to kill his parents, man. Are those his real parents then? What? They've, okay. You know what? I'm over. I'm doing more thinking. 
talking about this movie than they did writing it and making it. Yep. Because it makes no sense. Nope. Wake me from this nightmare, please help me. What nightmare, dude? Did you do it or not? Because you're going to jail for triple homicide. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't make sense. None You're... of it does. <laughs> it's a Satan movie. He doesn't make sense. Yeah. He works in mysterious ways. Yes, he does. Your enemy Satan prowls around like a lion, seeking souls he may devour. Released 2005. Yep. So, so like, well, yeah. So I guess we kind of, I guess that kind of makes sense. What part makes sense? Well, no, of of him. So that that quote you just said of looking for souls to devour. So is that another reason for the game? Is when they find out that, you know, these people aren't the son that they just try to get them to kill people and kill themselves so they can just devour their souls until well, they that, find that's what i was that's what i brought up earlier i don't yeah, know I... because they th- oh. i'm led to believe that they know it's him because he stared at the devil and pretty much laughed and like oh yeah. okay we found your son and if that's the case why is there all of a sudden this mystery of having to find out what's going on like just move in Yep. Dude, this guy's a multi-million dollar game developer, supposedly, yeah. with devil worshippers like at the ready. Like, just go abduct this dude. Yep. Wh- what do you mean? Now there's all of a sudden it's a mystery movie? With murder and intrigue? Like unsolved mysteries, like <laughs> should should have been here. I don't I don't understand. Like Anna went missing. Yeah. 21 years ago today. Her son is also missing. Like big wolf. Presumed dead. Oh, but it's the devil. And it's a girl. Yeah. It was a roller coaster, lackluster, blah of a movie. <laughs> this movie, I, why isn't this movie called The Pathway? Yeah, good point. Why is it devour? Especially when they, when uh, Ivan said that the pathway, what was the the pathway, their term for it? Or their, oh, I don't like remember. the path to hell or the path oh. between realms or something, between earth realm and hell realm. Do you think of Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's you're... Some, some sort of pathway for, I don't, yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because the movie doesn't care to explain it. Yeah, it don't matter. Just like uh, Marisol is part of the mystic occult. But, she, dude, the devil works at a care facility, bro. And and even... okay, but she, She's but taking care of people. She's see, got a heart of but gold. See, but that still doesn't even make sense that she would be the devil. Because she's literally like hanging out with him that whole time and doing stuff. And then when they're out in the forest, she shapeshifts into... Marcel. Marisol. Marisol. God. Okay, no, wait. So, right? Did she just shapeshift into that shape? Was Marisol not really there? I don't I don't think Marisol... I think Marisol was like a, an actual human. Well, this Wikipedia article is telling me that, that then he learns that Marisol was, in fact, Satan slash Anne. 
So you could also throw out the fact that she just shapeshift into anybody that she thought he would like, and that would right. be her. Oh man, I have to go back more. I don't think I I don't think Marisol is actually the devil. Dang I think it. she shapeshifts into something that he will like. Yes? No? Because she's also in a church. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no way. Because I think Anne Because yeah, like she... I think the devil can turn into whoever. She took the form of Anne. Yep. Faked her death, I guess, and then transformed into Marisol to make it more but still she still makes out with her son at the end. Yes. That's all there is to it. Like she yes. transforms into his wannabe girlfriend. They make out. I don't I'm taking the stance Marisol was never the devil. She only shapeshift into that look until the very end to get him on board with right. whatever. Yeah. Marisol is an actual yeah, like I, I think this Wikipedia article is wrong. I don't because they I'm probably not, watched it and like, that. yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to interpret this the best I can. They were all at the end, so they were all the same person, which is easy uh, to do. Yeah, I'm taking that stance. Yep. Marisol, because then it, it eases my mind of other events in this Gosh. movie. I don't think she was there at the end of the movie. I think she just took the form of her yeah. to ease him. Mm-hmm. I that's, that's how I'm taking that's it. That's got to be what it is. But yeah, the movie could have done a little bit of a better job of explaining that, and maybe it did, and it's just lost on us. Says the two guys who have already made it to reminding the movie numerous times to understand what's going on. <laughs> that's the stance I take, though. That yep. the real Marisol was never the devil. Nope. She and the it's just again, it's it's a diversion of well, she's part of the mystic occult stuff. Which comes to nothing, but she's in a care facility taking care of people. You're telling me the devil is taking a a job helping people to get close yeah, to this no guy? Way. There's no way. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Like that just seems too too out of the devil's realm for uh, that. Yeah. You know what I really need to do today? <laughs> I'm just gonna go put in some hours at this uh, care facility. I intend some care of some people. Oh, look at that. I ran into my long-lost son. Weird. Oh, and he's adoptive mother. Weird. Huh. What are the odds? God Uh, works in mysterious ways, don't he? Huh. uh, Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, read your scriptures, folks. Remember, the devil's out to devour you. He's like a lion. Maybe it's a she. Maybe it's a he. Maybe it's already got kids. I don't know. Maybe the devil's real. Maybe it's not. Maybe everything in your head's fake. Maybe the world's fake. The devil's more of a temptation than an actual figure. Okay. All right. Calm down. Said the priest. Oh, said the priest. Yeah. Okay. That's right. You did say that. It's more of a so idea. So maybe these those visions were his temptations to murder and kill. Well, I guess murder and kills. No, the same that thing. doesn't make sense because he I sees know. some random guy I... trying to burn down a building that has nothing to do with him. I don't know. And it ends up being the game developer. Why do we introduce to this guy? <sighs> Let's just shut it down. Yep, shut her down. Shut it down. My brain hurts from talking about it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to shut it down a while ago. <laughs> it's done. It's over. 
the satanic panic. Yeah, well, folks, if you uh, if you want to watch the mind bender devour, and if you can help us out, let us know because I don't think this that there is any help for this film or for us because I think we've tried to interpret and understand this as best as we could because this I only say it was an hour and a half movie, dude. If I'm you, pretty sure it was like two hours for me because of how much, how many times I rewound that. If, thing. if you watch beginning credits and end credits at normal speed, it clocks in just under an hour and a half. Yeah, I think the beginning title sequence is longer than the ending credits. Yikes. Yeah, hit us up. Email will be in the show notes. Let us know what you think. Give us some recommendations of good Satan movies that actually. Or maybe thought-provoking, not necessarily for the gore or the nudity, just something to think about. Uh, Let us know. Until next time, my dudes. And dudettes.